Blog Talk Radio. And 
I'm speaking to you from the United States. I do know that over or at least half of this audience is in other parts of the world. And I would hope if you're listening from some other part of the world, either live or in the future, it would inspire you and reassure you to know that there are people in the United States who choose to honestly and deeply reflect and to have humility and to see the darkness where it is. And it is not all in one place. And that's why I feel really compelled to have this show tonight. I'm, I'm, and all I can do is call to you to listen. Listen to multiple sources. That is helpful in this time. Because even though one source may not provide you with 100% truth, in fact, I can almost guarantee in this polarized environment in which we find ourselves, that is absolutely true. And since when do we even know what absolute truth is or dictate it to others? And that's important too. In the midst of feeling so very right in your righteous anger, which is actually a concept that's been around, what if you don't quite know the whole story? What if there is both shadow and light everywhere? even in places you don't expect. This is a spiritual program. It always has been a spiritual program. And if there is one thing that I have talked about most of all, and thank you, Blog Talk Radio. Yes, we are on the front page right now under live shows because that's important tonight. I didn't even promote this show to anyone I know. I didn't promote it at all. Because I just felt the need to start talking. And sometimes we need to do that. Does that mean I have absolute wisdom? Of course not. But I can tell you what I do have is a path to building true bridges and finding true balance. Because the polarization and the intolerance that we are seeing right now and the the way that we are going about, and I say we in a very broad way, our lives, and we all have our buttons pushed, and we all have issues that are upsetting us. And actually, that is true all the way around. If you choose to listen to what people are saying about how this polarization feels to them, that's something that we share. People feel indignant. They feel like they're not being understood. They feel like there's a part of the story that isn't being told. And if what you feel is, I am 100% right, and everything we say is 100% right, and I know it, 
then you've got a problem, friend. You've got a problem. Because there is a lot of shadow to be shared in what's going on right now. And one could say that it goes all the way back, and we all have a piece of it, every one of us, in one way or another. And it's time to go back to that fundamental premise that this show has always been built on, and that is that the one thing, and you can call it a belief, that is fine, it is my belief, this is a spiritual program, but it is shared by many spiritual traditions that God is love however you define God to be, and that God is omnipresent. And that means when you explore that word, namaste, when you come from the viewpoint of the most conservative religious paths, and I have walked several paths, and I see how important it is to see that love and to acknowledge that that love has a way because inevitably it must. There is no way of stopping that love because it's who we are. Deep down, love wins. And I, you know, more than one of us has said that even before there was a book by that title. I remember writing about that and talking about that among friends on the Oprah Forum many years ago. And that's who you're hearing talk right now, the exact same person who was on that forum who had that pseudonym bridge builder. Why did I do that writing? What was that about? Because that was a polarized time too. That was leading up to 2008, and there was actually quite a bit of polarization then too. Not quite as much perhaps as now, but it's always been there, and we all own a piece of it, and we need to start looking at the truth. I would admire all of our leaders, and no one is immune from this, if they could be honest about the nuances and complexities of what has happened, the darkness and the shadow. Heck, a lot of us saw it in summer 2016. I was shocked by some things that happened then, and that was in the Democratic primary. And there are many people who saw that, witnessed it, and felt very upset by it. And I feel like we're moving into a time where some of that is going to come to the surface. And unfortunately, it's undeniable. And it's going to be really hard. You, some of it that comes to the surface may not be true, but some of it will be true. And how are you going to deal with it when it does? Heck, you saw it then. A lot of my friends saw it. I saw it. I was so shocked. I don't want this to be totally political, but that was a really challenging time for me, how um, you know, it, it's all fine to say, you know, well, it's only recent that we've had these issues with, um, you know, our, our votes and our voices. But unfortunately, it's been going on for a while. And unfortunately, we are going to have to come to terms with the shadow 
And if we don't, it's going to shock us. And if we don't, it's going to make what I feel we are moving into, which ultimately has the opportunity of being a path to true healing, it's going to make it worse. And by when we don't come to terms with the shadow, when we don't talk about it honestly, we do make it worse. And when we can love one another, when we see that we have imperfections, we make everything better. I'm not claiming that I know everything, but I'll tell you, I listen. I am not one of these people who only listens in one place. That's very useful right now. It's also useful, even if you disagree with everything you hear in some other place that you don't agree with, it's very useful to see how people that you don't agree with are navigating through this time, how it makes them feel, the alienation, the hatred, the intolerance. It's going all around right now, and it is heated up, and I see if we don't get a handle on the unconditional love that many of us know is true in the spiritual community, we could find ourselves in an even more challenging time. So this program is simply about having the courage to have humility. It's that so hard to occasionally even admit, hey, you know what? We may have been wrong. You know, some things may have happened. Yeah, they really weren't quite right. But you know what? We do believe in these things that are important. We do believe in loving one another. And we do believe in helping one another and doing that in the most productive way. And in not jumping to conclusions and in really thinking about things from the standpoint of love and not fear. We have in this world conflicts that have been going on for centuries. I can't tell you the ultimate practical answer I'm not going to weigh in on what we should or should not do I feel just as saddened when I see any any child that is suffering anyone who is impacted by severe intolerance or war or any of the things that we just can't seem to get a handle on. We are being given an opportunity. We are being given, every one of us, I know this show is on Blog Talk Radio. It just popped onto the front page again. It kind of pops on and off in that last spot. And I am so grateful because this show isn't about one quote side and guess what people those of you who come from a 
a conservative background who are listening to this show, I hear you. I'm hearing you. I choose to be in a position of balance. Those of you who come from a more liberal side and are upset about some things, I hear you. We all have things that we need to work on here. And part of what we need to work on and really reflect upon is how we model in our world what I believe the divine itself, okay, telling you my belief, the divine itself being omnipresent is present in every single one of us. That doesn't mean that I'm ruling over you. It has nothing to do with power. Has nothing about has nothing to do with being over anybody else. In fact, this notion is shared. This is about being bonded in love. The love that binds us together and is in each and every one of us. And that love calls us to listen. It calls us to reflect It calls us at times to admit, you know what? Do you know? Do you have any idea, people out there, just how admired you would be if instead of saying, and I'm not saying everybody does it, but it's way too common these days, and you certainly see it on the so-called news, which I'm not going to weigh in on, There's a long history, unfortunately, of powers that be kind of influencing things that get out. And I'm not going to get into that. But I will say what we see mostly as news today is opinion. And it's on one side or the other. And it can present facts, but it also is really editorializing I often, I was trained, I was an editor-in-chief of my high school newspaper, and guess what? Good old Mrs. Topfer, my journalism teacher, she quizzed us constantly on what is opinion, what is fact, what is opinion, what is fact. She'd show us all these headlines, and we were tested on it. And I tell you what, I look at the newspapers today, and they would have failed. They would have failed high school journalism, unfortunately. But she was a very good teacher, I will tell you that. She was an outstanding teacher. And I learned a lot from her because we've become too polarized. Why is it, for example, and maybe I've said this before, if you are a judge and you're looking for truth, Why is it that we're always polarized? What does that have to do with it? What is our problem? How come we can't find ways to come together? How come we can't find ways to find nuances of truth? That doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater, whatever the thing is. You you have to have humility. This is the key. Humility and honesty. Humility and honesty will help us. It brings us together. It's when we say, yeah, you know, this wasn't so great. We do have some issues. 
you know, but I still believe in what we stand for. But, yeah, you know what? That wasn't so great. You're right. Do you realize how far that would go in building bridges? Instead, we're just in constant denial and in spin mode. That's not going to help us. It's not going to help us right now. And it certainly isn't going to help us with our relationships with one another. We need to be having honest conversations about things. And when we do, and, you know, this program is not really the format or the place for such things. I speak in generalities on purpose. But what I tell you is when you are open to truthfully listening and really looking at, I mean, there can be some things, of course, that you find highly objectionable. I find things highly objectionable. It may not be the same thing that you find highly objectionable listening out there. I, I'm an individual. That's what I was about to say, how we are all, I don't care what your belief system is, I was raised in a conservative belief system where I was taught that we are all special creations of God. And now that I have, you know, kind of nuance, I'm undefinable. I believe in unconditional love. I believe that we are still very special creations. Each of us is unique. Each of us is following a path. And the darkness only exists whether in ourselves or in some other situation or in somebody else to help surface the light. It helps us to grow. It helps us to understand what is it we need to deal with. And if you really go back and you look at the sources for such things, guess what? The the title of this show, and we're nearing another anniversary, let's see, this will be this show started in 2010, so and at the end of this month, we'll have another anniversary. Here we are in 2019. And what we begin to find, see how we're doing on time, on live show. I haven't even looked at the switchboard. If anyone is calling in, no, okay, good. This is kind of a, this is a 30-minute show today, and I'm going to try to keep close to it, but um what is it about? Fear. What is this show about? Fear. Over time, it has evolved. It really is true that you can lessen the influence of fear in your life. I have lived this. People who knew me when I was younger, I had a lot of fears. Sometimes I still do. And that's how I've come to terms with the idea of fear. What is the frontier beyond fear? A lot of times it's simply in the moment, but it's also a very lasting thing, thing because the more that you recognize when you're being driven by fear, and I will tell you, fear is the enemy of humility. Often people say fear is the opposite of love, and I actually do believe that, and that came to me many years ago in a rather unusual way when I'd never even heard that before because most people would say love and hate are opposites, but love and fear are very much related. Um, if you fear, they are very much related. So 
The more that we understand how fear motivates us, fear often does drive us to say, you know what, I don't want to talk about that shadow. I don't want to talk about the things that are hard. I don't want to talk about it because I'm afraid. And we do this as a society, and we do this as groups, and we do this as individuals. And it's a normal part of being human. But it also helps us to understand where, you know, if there's some viewpoint that you don't agree with, something that's happened. I mean, there's no doubt that some very dark things happen in this world. And I would wager that all of them arise out of fear. Fear of one's survival, fear protecting one's family, the basics, the absolute basics of life, how you love the people that you love. And so that fear is strong. And yet, interestingly enough, it comes from love often because we love where we are. We love one another. We love our families. If someone you know, is harming us in some way, there's a reaction. That's the way the world has gone for all these years. Well, the way we're going to get past this, the way we're going to take what's happening to us to a higher level, and this absolutely is not restricted to the United States, not by a long shot. It's going to be by recognizing when our fears are driving us, and I will tell you, I am no paragon of perfection in this. We all need to work with this. When it's driving us away from humility and honesty, because we're afraid, because we are so protective. As I talk to you, I'm making a protective motion. This is so powerfully felt, what I'm saying to you. We are so protective of what it is we think we need to protect, that we are going to be attacked if we show any vulnerability at all. If we admit any vulnerability at all, that that's going to hurt us. That's what harms us. That's ultimately what harms us. Sure, we've learned this in a ruthless world, perhaps, where it did harm us. But if we are willing to go deeper as spiritual people, and I call to you people, every one of you who feels the love of God in whatever way that we do, we need to believe in that love and that it can help in this time and that there really are people who want to listen who want to say you know what I don't like this or this really did go wrong and you're right that was not right what happened there but you know what this part was good and how do we join together those good parts because I would wager that if you really start to look at things honestly, this is where honesty comes in, you'll find that, wow, you know what? I get you more now. We're, you know, you don't have to agree 100%. That's not why we're here. Remember, we are special created beings here. We're each going to be different. We have free will. 
why are we here? Are we zombies? Are we all supposed to be the same? Of course not. And that's not what America is about, and that's not what our entire existence is about. And that, too, is shared across spiritual paradigms, this notion of free will. But we need to start listening. That's what this is about. We need to start loving more. We need to really reflect upon what unconditional love really is, and we need to direct it towards the darker things, too, to those shadows that we see in whatever corner we find ourselves in this polarized world. When we see that, yes, there is that shadow, unfortunately, it really exists, admit it. Admit it. Then do something about it. Don't just be defensive and cover it. Have humility and honesty, and the wounds will be healed, and we will find ourselves in a place we never expected. I might go over a little. Those of you listening live, thank you. Thank you from my heart. I do intend to come back on again. I say this every time. I have to trust that it will happen. I come when I'm inspired right now because that's what's going on with me. I need to be inspired to talk, and then I come onto the show. Or if there are other distractions in my life, which many of us have, I just need to come on, on the air when I feel the time is right. But the thing is, what we discovered on the Oprah Forum some years ago, and thank you, live audience, letting you go right now. Um, what we discovered was that we really did love one another. We were from all different backgrounds. We argued a lot, too. We, we talked about a lot of things. Many of us wrote hundreds, if not thousands, of pages on that forum. And I'm talking about the Oprah Spiritual Forum that used to exist online in the old days of spiritual forums. How this show originated, this show would not exist if I hadn't participated in that forum as Bridge Builder. And several of us would get writing on the front page of Oprah.com. That's how prominent this was, including me, multiple times. And I'm not saying that from an ego standpoint, although sure, it was a wonderful thing as a writer to experience that. And it was noticed even by ABC Nightline. It was noticed. It was something that mattered at the time. And this was, what, between 2007 to 2008 or so, 2006 to 2008. And we needed to talk about these things. Some things were spiritual. Other things were how you act on your spirituality in the world. We talked about all kinds of things, including political things, yes, because that arises out of how you feel, politics which I hate that word really because it just doesn't cover what it really is. It's just basically how are we navigating through our world and how how are we leading, what kinds of leaders, how, you know, what's influencing our leaders, um, who do we choose to be as a people. That's what that's about. And what happened at that time is even though there were things that polarized us then, we discovered the things that we had in common. And I am still in contact 
with people from that forum, even today, um, just on, on Facebook, really. But, and I've lost contact with a number of people. But what was so wonderful about it is we did find the place on the bridge. And it was a wonderful thing that that was possible. And let me tell you, this isn't just about wonderful things that bright and shiny object of a wonderful thing that is unattainable. This is about attainable things. We have a responsibility to one another. We have a responsibility. And if you really are listening in different quadrants, you will hear some things that could be quite frightening, really, just how polarized we're becoming. We have a responsibility. Those of us who choose to be on the bridge or to build bridges, we have a responsibility to one another, to our children, to our grandchildren if we have them, or the grandchildren that will exist someday, or all the children in the world, whether we've never had any children at all, it doesn't matter. We have a responsibility to our collective children everywhere. We have a responsibility to find a space of love, of humility, of honesty, of listening, of more understanding. Tune out the clamor. There's a lot of clamor out there. Banging and clamoring. There's a lot of it. Tune it out. I mean, you can know that it's there. Observe it. Make your, have your own opinion about it. That's okay. But the only way that you're going to really listen to what's actually happening and why, why does this person feel the way they do? Why is that? That doesn't mean you'll agree with it. But why? What caused that? Why? How can we understand one another better? You could say, I don't want to understand that. A lot of people say that. You know, basically, I don't care about you. I really don't. That's what they say. Let me tell you, people, that's not love. It's not spiritual. It's certainly not unconditional love. It's really not what I believe many of you are about. So knock it off. <laughs> I say this honestly. I care about a lot of you, all of you. But people, I see what this is doing to a lot of my friends in different quadrants. And we need to start listening because all this judgment and yelling, it gets us nowhere you may be reacting to some other yelling somewhere else. It's not going to help. You need to get below that. You need to get into what namaste actually means. You need to get into, you know what? I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. Define the group. And I can show you something that is not perfect or far from it. 
but we just aren't big enough right now for some reason. We're not grown up enough. We're not brave enough. We're not courageous enough to actually address that. And that is the only answer. Because if you can't honestly look at how we need to get beyond what's going on, if you can't honestly assess that there are some things that have gone on far too long that have taken us away from being forthright, honest, unabashed people of humility who is not who are not afraid to admit when something has gone wrong and then honestly heals it and fixes it instead of just denying it if we can't get past that we are not going to fix this anytime soon it is not going to help us If you believe in unconditional love, if you believe in a society that is structured based on that and honestly implements it in a way that actually works, which is not so easy, if you start to look at things, you know, we can be so bold so often in thinking that we can manufacture what we want with broken pieces, basically, without people really getting it. You know, maybe just this one group understands something. And yeah, there is something to that. I mean, there are way showers in society. There's no question about that. But I think we don't necessarily know who they are. But the thing is, You're not going to build this on shattered glass. It's going to take a lot more than that. The shattered glass is the beginning. Seeing the places where we are broken is a beginning. But just hastily uh, manipulating, I guess would be the word, there can be an arrogance to it, truthfully, without really looking more deeply As to, you know, if we fix this, ah, you know, well, then we're going to break that. If we fix this, oh, but we're going to break that. That's honesty. That's why so many things have gone wrong in societies throughout the ages, because they just couldn't honestly assess how to navigate in a way that actually works. And this isn't going to be easy. But the thing is, we're guided We really do have help. If you're an atheist, if you're an agnostic listening to this, last night during the debate I saw this commercial multiple times, the foundation, I can't remember the name of it, but they're trying to, Freedom From Religion Foundation, I think, something like that. And and I know, you know, this actually is shared with atheists and agnostics in the sense that I have talked to many who believe in the power of the human spirit, who believe that we really can live together in a loving and peaceful way. So even though to me and to many of us, 
our experience, and I have to go beyond belief because it is an experience, a knowing of God. I have to honestly say that's how I feel. Others can say it some other way if you don't believe me, but that's really what many of us have seen. It's an experience of the divine. And it may not be defined in the way that many people reject, but let's just start with love. That's an easy way. God is love. That experience helps many of us. That spiritual anchor helps us without a doubt. And But I don't want to exclude people who find because, okay, back to my sense of what how I see things, whether people see it or not, from my perspective, that omnipresent divine certainly is in agnostics and atheists too. And people, they want to fix things naturally. Most people do. There are many things that can manipulate us away from such ways of thinking that are selfish and self-serving. That happens in many ways. But if you really want to see us progress, move forward, I won't even use that term because it's nuanced. Move forward. Even that's nuanced. Gosh, what can I say that hasn't been made into a slogan of some kind? Advance. Evolve. All of the words have nuances, however you choose to define it. Take it to a higher level. Create a world that is worthy of our children. Participate in its creation one by one by one, the way that we listen to and treat one another, it's key. It's absolutely key. Don't let your fears take you away from that because it's important. It's what we need. And I believe we can still find it. It's there for us. That love. That love that binds every heart. That binds us together. So, with that said, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I thank you for listening. We're in the archive now. I thank those of you listening across time. I don't believe in the boundaries of time or of space. And science, I won't get into that again. We'll save that for another show. Sees that too. These boxes and boundaries that we think exist, they disintegrate rapidly the more we explore. And that's what this is about. And I'm glad to be here tonight to do my imperfect best as me 
to express it and to call you, whoever you are, to the bridge. Take care, everyone. Thank you.